Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Welcome back to Light the Fight. We have another DM here for you. And this is kind of a good general DM. I think a lot of parents and friends and a lot of people could benefit from this information. So this particular mom is asking what to do if you don't like the person that your child is dating. And... um. Nothing like a little, I mean, who hasn't experienced this, right? Well, during the holidays, you get to see the person a lot that your child's dating oh, that you yeah. don't like. I mean, you you, tell, you tell them it's a formal event and they come in dressed like they're going to the skate shop or just trying to paint a picture here. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't have a picture. There was not a picture of the... That's why I'm trying to paint one. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of reasons. There could be a U of U fan. Ooh, that's right. Well, in that case, why would you hate him? I mean, here's what happens. Oh, you know when- what? Jealousy. You would hate him out of jealousy. <laughs> For those of you listening to other parts of the world, here in Utah, we have a little rivalry between BYU and Utah. Heidi's family a little bit more on the blue side. Me, definitely on the red side. So that's what that Let's comment was about. Let's be clear. I grew up in a U of U home. And Eric... Came and the day that he actually asked my dad if he could marry me, he wore a blue and white striped shirt. And that is all my dad saw. Literally, he's like, You come to me and you're wearing a blue and white striped shirt. And Eric's like, I didn't even notice that I was wearing a blue and white striped Anyway, it's pretty funny. He's never lived that down. I should have given this suggestion to your dad back in the day. So, <laughs> right? It's too bad he we would didn't have known know how to handle that. this. <laughs> well, um, you know, there's there's lots of options in this situation. Some are better than others. First option to parents out there that are having this issue where your kid is dating someone who you don't approve of or maybe you just don't like them. You or... could just ban them from the house. Well, I was going to start with first, blackmail. Because <laughs> with digital information, you could hire a private investigator. <laughs> they could find something I did on not this person. I think you'd go there. No, I, I said it's an option. I. It's just an option. Just okay. stay. It's okay. just on the menu. You don't have to order it. That's right. right? You just want it. We want to here at Light the Fight. We want to give you the whole spectrum. Um, <laughs> some moms have had this great idea where they like to call the former boyfriends of the girl that they did like, and, or their daughter that they did like, and they invite them over during certain family get-togethers and try to respark. Are the you flame. kidding? Oh. Who would do that? Like a million moms? What do you mean, who would do that? Oh, my gosh. There's people listening to our podcast right now laughing, going, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think about it. If you have this kid from your daughter's high school, and she's home from college, and that boy's, oh, he's doing so good with his life, sweetheart, and he's this and that. He has no gauges. He has no tattoos. He's, you know, he's got a good job. And then, of course, your daughter in this situation. I suppose suppose this, this is what they did in Meet the Fockers. 
Basically, remember that? Yeah, <laughs> you remember that movie? Yeah. yeah, of course. So, you know, all joking aside, there's lots of options. There's the bad ones like hire a private investigator. And, well, I've known some people have done that because they were actually really suspicious. And I've known some people have done that just because they just wanted her in the relationship. So to the <laughs> ones who were worried about their daughter's safety, like real safety, I get that. For the ones who just wanted to like end the relationship, there's better ways, which is why we're going to talk about it right now. Um, the... The hard thing, if you don't like who your daughter or who your son's in a relationship with, there's a whole lot of hard things about this. Depending on your relationship with your child, you're going to take different approaches. If you have a good relationship with your child, you're going to try to use the more gentle persuasion approach. Like, hey, you know, like... I'm a little concerned. Does he have a job? Or you're slowly drop these hints. You're gonna try to create doubt. Just plant seeds of doubt. Other people, their relationship with their kid may already be be frustrating, or they're so frustrated with the other with the person they're dating. That approach may be like, I just there's something about them. I don't know. Just it's suspicion. It's fear. It's, you know, they did this. Like, you know, what happened to their other relationship? Didn't you tell me? And they start thinking of all the things you said, by the way, I'm saying you, your kid, a parent will start to think of all the things that their kid said when they were first dating this person to try to get you, the parent, to like this person. Then you're going to take that information and use it as doubt. One funny one, and of course, this is not the actual story. This is just part of the story. <laughs> One funny one, actually, I shouldn't even say it because it might give it away. Okay, um, I'm going to skip that story. <laughs> it happened recently. That's why I can't do this one because it happened a little too recently. It, you guys would have liked this story. I thought it was funny. Point is, getting back to the dating thing. Here's what I would suggest. Or, and here's what the reason why I'm suggesting. Here's what other people have done that just seem to have less disruption on the relationship. Because if you've listened to Light the Fight, you'll know always err on the side of the relationship if possible. If there's danger, that's different. So to err on the side of the relationship, the best thing to do is once you start to have fears or worries or concerns, it's okay to tell your child, hey, listen, because this person means a lot to you, I'm really trying hard to be accepting, be loving, understanding. And then you just state, because of these differences, whatever the differences are, just say, I'm having a hard time with this. It doesn't mean that I can't get over this. We can't work through it. I just, I need to be, let you know, I've been acting and acting funny or feeling funny. It's because I'm struggling with this. So first off, you have to acknowledge out front that you have a struggle, but you also have to acknowledge that it's your struggle and it's something that you need to work through and then tell them, please be patient with me. I promise I'm going to work at this. Okay, here's why this is the first step to setting the stage. If you come at your kid, say, I don't like this person, all those other things we just described, it throws a weird conversation. Arguments usually can grow pretty easily from those conversations. So that could cause problems in the relationship, you, you and your kid in the relationship. You can cause defensiveness. Yeah, it's just it's just a natural reaction. But if you state that you're having a hard time with it for specific reasons, but that it's not a, a deal breaker. It's just where you're at and you're going to try to work with this. And you didn't want to hold in this information because if you held in the information, it may blow up all at once, or you may do little digs, little sarcastic remarks to make fun of them and try to get you to be disinterested in them. 
See, if you remove the fact that this is a human being that you don't like, and you look how your child is looking at this human being, your child is looking at this human being with hope and optimism. And you may not be looking at them with hope or optimism. So if you try to salt and pepper pessimistic vibes and energy all over it and throw all this doubt on there, then what you're doing is you're telling your, chi- your, your child that you doubt them. For some reason, people can't hear anything else in that scenario. All they hear is, you don't like me. I chose this person. And if you don't like the person, that it goes back to, you don't like this college I chose to go to. You didn't like this. Then it awakens up all these other past experiences where you've had problems in your relationship. And now your teenager or your, it could be an adult child is saying, you know, here we go again. It's all over again. We've had this before. So before you even get a chance to have a conversation about the real concerns and to influence your child, you've already triggered them. You've already put them in a defensive place. And now everything you say after that to try to help them in that relationship, they have to, no, I don't know if I can trust my parent because they have an agenda. So here's the approach you take. First step, I already shared that with you. The second step, When you're around your kid and when you're alone with your kid, you tell them, say, you know what? I think you can handle this relationship. Now, mind you, I've had parents say this to kids that weren't handling the relationship well. Maybe the kid thinks they can handle it. Maybe the kid is stressed out that they can't handle it, but they don't want to let go of the relationship because that's part of their identity. You know, when you're young, it's like they're a couple, like we all the same friends. It can become this thing. So instead of actually going them, debating with them and stuff like that, you tell them, you know what? In the past, I've doubted you in your relationships. In the past, I've tried to get you to break up with people. Whatever your mistakes are in dating, just state whatever that is. Like if you've made sarcastic remarks about someone they're dating in the past, you're like, in the past, that's what I did. But I'm not going to do that anymore. Because I figure out is it doesn't actually matter who you're with. It only matters that it's your choice to be with them. You don't feel pressured to be with them. You're not with them out of obligation. You're not with them out of anything else. Is simply because you enjoy their company. Oh yeah, and by the way, I heard a long time ago, and I helped a parent with this one, I heard a long time ago that the really only difference between obsession and love is when you're in love with someone or when you're obsessed with someone you, you know, well, first of all, you long to be with a person. So this is how this parent said it. I'm trying to shorten it down. This parent simply said, I long, I know you long to be with this person. I long to be with your father. In my experience, obsession and love, they're basically the same thing because they're pretty much, you miss the person when they're not there. You know, you long to be with them, all those things. But the only thing that I found out in all my dating years of experience, my relationship years of experience, the only thing I found out is if they're the almost the exact same that there's really only one different thing that separates them. When you're obsessed with someone, majority of the time in the relationship, when you're not with them, you feel anxiety and worry about what's going to happen in the relationship, where you at in the relationship, and that's how you feel a lot of time. But when you're in love with someone, you still have problems, you still have struggles, but you feel more peace. And the parent had heard this story a long time ago. We condensed it. And so all this parent said was like, and I want you to have a relationship that brings you peace. So that's why I'm telling you, I think you're going to be able to figure out the last one's 
was just an obsession. Usually you can get someone to admit how bad their relationship in the past was if they're in a new relationship that they think is totally different. They'll dismiss and they'll say all the things they learned in the past relationship because they're not defensive to that relationship, but your kid's defensive with the relationship they're in right now. Mm-hmm. So you set the stage, tell them you're struggling a little bit, but you're going to work on it. And when the opportunity presents itself, tell them, I'm confident in you. You're going to do great because obsession and love aren't the same thing. Use the whole entire obsession, anxiety, love, peace. And I know that you can figure out which one this relationship will be in, in the long term because you know, you're working at it. If you can have that mindset and approach, then and only then, when there are problems in the relationship, will your kid come and admit to you that there's problems in the relationship. They won't defend the person they're in a relationship with to you because you're not against them. You're not for them. You're just watching to see what your kid's going to do. Now, they may know you may not like the person, but if you're not actively trying to break your kid up, that's a big, that's a big thing. Lots of people told me, say, hey, I know my parent doesn't like the person I'm with, but they try to bear it. They try to bear it. They're trying to work on the relationship. They're trying to make it better. That, that's doable. But if your kid sees that you're trying to influence them and trying to break up, now they have to protect the relationship from you. So when the relationship goes wrong, do you think they're going to tell you that there's problems in the relationship? No. Not likely. So if you want to be a trusted p- person to your kid and you want them to come to you and share with you that they're struggling in their relationship, then you have to tell them it's their relationship. Acknowledge if you're struggling with it, but acknowledge it not when there's a fight. You have to pull them aside and acknowledge it in a moment where everything's cool. So that way they can see that you're being sincere instead of being angry and defensive. So let me ask you one question. I've heard a lot of people <clears throat> when, when maybe a marriage, and I'm going to say a young marriage, ends in divorce and a mom or a loved one has says, man, I saw this coming. And, but, but they don't feel like they could, they could say anything or should say anything. So if you, if you in, in all honesty, it's not just that perfect kid down the road that you always imagined her, her marrying or something like that. In all honesty, if you're feeling like this has got train wreck written all over it. Should you say something? Or is 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 there... Well, okay, is there... That, that, that's a little too specific. And the reason why I say that's a little too specific is because there's always that, there's always that judgment call. If they're in a really bad relationship, again, as I always say, you got to pick your shots. I mean, it's easy to if say. Gonna... I saw this coming once they're already divorced, right? Oh, so but, wait, like, wait, okay. I was confused. You're saying after it's done, is it okay to say I saw well, it coming? No, I thought you were I, saying before. No, no. What I'm saying is that when, and I know a couple actually to, to be specific, and, and both of the moms said to me, I, I knew this, it wasn't going to work out, but she didn't feel like she could tell them when they were dating that she didn't think it was going to work out because she, she wanted her to make her own decisions, you know? So is it okay to tell your child that you're concerned? Well, I mean, obviously we just yeah. had this like, yeah. And, and I like how you, you did that where you, you own it, you own your own discomfort rather than saying you shouldn't be doing this and you should be doing this. Cause you're spewing your fear and your pain onto them as if it's their job instead of saying, Hey, listen, this is where I'm at. 
obviously they don't have the same problem. They're dating him or her. Right, right, right. Um, so that was the first half of it. The second half of it is a quicker description because I already painted the picture. The second half of it, and it, just in this scenario, as I'm telling the story, I'm picturing a young man and I'm picturing a mother, a father, not liking the young man for the daughter. You should also go to the young man, not an argument, not anything. There's different variations I'd help people with this if I was counseling them, but a general blanket way of putting it is you go to the kid and let's say if you're really on the end of the spectrum where you've been horrible, you haven't wanted to be around that person and you're like, it's obvious you don't like them, then you'd have to take this approach. If it's not that bad, it's just kind of something you've been on the down lobe and feeling, then you don't have to be so drastic, but you'll you'll get it in just a second. So everybody in the studio was sneezing or yawning or something for a moment, <laughs> so I paused for a second. Um, so what you do is a very similar thing, but you go to the person themselves. You go to them and say, listen, if there's obvious differences, like let's say there's a young man, it's a conservative mother and a father, and let's say it's a um, it's not a conservative young man, it's a conservative mother and father, but a very tattooed, gauges, earrings, all the things that most people say they don't want their young daughter to date. You go and say, listen, we have different backgrounds. We have different lives. We obviously look different. I'll be honest. On the outside, I'm not looking at you and saying, oh, this is the perfect person that I'd match my daughter up with. But that's just me. You know, like, I don't even know you. Do you have a mom? Okay, I was like, yeah. Okay, well, if you have a mom, do you love your mom? Yeah. I have a mom. I love my mom too. I respect you. We have just the fact that you're a kid, you have a parent, I have a parent. There's a lot of stuff that we have in common that I really respect. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Even though a typical parent, I mean, come on, like you got tattoos, stuff like that. I don't judge you for those, but those would usually cause some judgments. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I want you to know that I want to see my daughter be happy and I want to see you be happy. So do me a favor. If you're ever, you know, going through a hard time and, and you're thinking it's, you know, it's it's not going to work out or you're thinking that there's problems in the relationship, whatever, and, you know, you don't know how to handle the situation, I'm not saying to come to me to be your counselor, but I want to let you know that you can come and talk to me if there's something that's distressing you that you don't know how to talk to our daughter about because I really mean it. I don't want you guys to break up. I want you guys to figure out if this is going to work or not. There's just a way you can spin it going to the person saying, listen, we're obviously from different paths, blah, blah. You state all the obvious things, clear the space and then say, however, I want to give you a chance. I don't want to say like, you have to prove yourself to me. I just want to tell you that I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You're going to treat my daughter respectfully. You're going to do all these things because you want to have a relationship with us because it'd be bad if we didn't like each other. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. This is how it's going to happen. I'm trusting that you guys are going to figure out your relationship if it doesn't work out, that there's no reason for it to be drama. If it does work out, then you know, then then we'll take it from there. If you go to the kids, and this could be teenagers, could be adults, if you go to them and have a similar conversation with that, now it doesn't have to be that extreme. If they don't know that you don't like them, you say, "Hey, listen, I just want to let you know you're dating my daughter. I just want to let you know, like, I want you to be happy, and I want her to be happy. So I'm not. I'm going to give you best shot." I'm not going to say you have to prove to me that you're going to treat my daughter good. No, I'm just going to say that I'm assuming you're going to treat my daughter good. It's going to be great. And if things don't work out, it's because you guys just go your separate ways, not because there's any drama. 
You're paving this pathway for them. I don't know what your relationships are like in the past. I don't know if you're a really dramatic person, but I'm building a relationship with you. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that you don't have to be this guy that doesn't like me and I don't like you. We can just still be cool with each other. The parents that have done that, I go, what, what did the boy or what the girls say or what they do? A couple times I looked at them with like this really weird look on their face like, yeah, yeah, Mrs. Johnson or Smith or <laughs> Jones, whatever. And they said, so I just want to let you know, like, thanks for coming to my house. Let's go eat some dinner. Let's hang out. And then just kind of walk it off and just kind of keep on going. That to me, and the, some of the kids have come back and told me, how I got the idea is this one young man said, a father, super buff, macho guy, said something like that to him. And he goes, the whole entire time I was sitting there scared to death, but I thought I'd been intimidated by other fathers before i've had fathers that have tried to tell me the shotgun like all that typical type of stuff and this dad was way more intimidating than any of those dads and he put my hand his he put his hand on my shoulder said hey i'm not gonna sit here and threaten you oh if you don't be treat my daughter nice when beat you up like she may not treat you nice i don't know you may be the one coming crawling to me because she's a pretty tough cookie (laughs) and the guy looked at her was like she is like because he didn't really know her that well and he goes here's i want to tell you there's a really bad issue. She might be the one that you <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what he's saying. And he was like, wait, wait, does he know something that, I don't know? That goes back to number yeah. one, cast doubt. Yeah. Cast doubt. <laughs> and so, but the dad put his hand on the shoulder and said, I'm not going to threaten you not like that. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You're going to treat my daughter well. Everything's going to go great. And if it doesn't work out, you guys will still be friends afterwards. If there's any problems with her and you, like, you can talk to me about it and I'll listen. I'm not going to tell you what to do or get involved in your relationship. That young man said, not only did I want to please that dad, but when him and the girl did break up, he went to the dad. Just like when you ask a girl on a dad, went to the dad and said, hey, listen, I just want to talk to you first. Like I'm thinking about breaking up with her and I don't want to hurt her feelings. I don't want to like do that. You know, some, you have any ideas for me? <laughs> and he said, the dad actually said, thank you so much for coming to me because I actually can give you some ideas how to handle this. She was actually kind of getting over you anyways. <laughs> he didn't even know that. And he goes, he goes, but she didn't want to break your feelings, but I like how you came to me. When I heard these stories, I was like taking notes. I'm like, this is a good outcome. But he said, he goes, other dads that threatened him? He was like, oh yeah? He Like it was this personal thing. Oh yeah, you're going to try and control me? That dad, he goes, that was the dad that if he threatened me, I probably would have been scared straight. But the fact that he didn't threaten me made me want to make him happy. When everybody likes the benefit of the doubt. Everybody could use the benefit out yeah you know so great suggestions so that's a two-sided suggestion how you handle it with your kid now you handle it with the other person now there's going to be one or there's going to be one person in the couple and the partnership of the you know the parents or partners that might be more equipped to say this than the other person so not it doesn't have to be two people saying this in fact it probably would work better if it's just one so i don't feel ganged up on but whoever's the best person they can say it and the other person can just stand there and nod their head, you know, not really chime in too much just to make it go more successfully. You know, for me, I let Eric be the relatable one and I like to be the intimidating one. So that's kind of our dynamic. So I just kind of, you know, I just kind of keep my distance and, yeah, you know, I let Eric joke Yeah, because nothing screams intimidating like crafting. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. I... 
I, I mean, I wear an apron. Nobody yeah. wants to approach Doesn't that. Doesn't everyone send like a mean <laughs> note and like gold glitter pen? Like, that's how you do it, right? <laughs> Nobody wants to come close to the glitter. That's, no, that'd, be, that'd be an amazing insult. Someone did like this big crafting project, open up and had like a middle finger or something. Like, I hate you. Like, what? No, I would never do that. No, no. I just like, I just like that unspoken intimidation. Mm, My mm. mom was the master. I've so really, you learned from the best. I've gleaned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, thank you for the DM, whoever that sent that in, and uh, yeah, hopefully that information is helpful. As always, if you have a question that you would love for us to weigh in on, you can message us through social media on Instagram or on Facebook. You can also go over to lightthefight.com where we have kind of one of those forms that you email in your message. Um, obviously, you are kept anonymous, and we try to keep the questions pretty vague. Um, I'm a master at telling the question without telling the whole question. And, you know, the reality is a lot of these questions and concerns and, and messages that come in are very similar um, we are way more alike than we are different. And many of us are dealing with the same thing, even if it's not the exact same circumstance. Or well, at least it's similar enough that you can yeah. take some wisdom from it, you know? <clears throat> so um, anyway, thank you again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about us. Thank you for leaving a review on iTunes. We sure appreciate that. And as always... Thank you for helping us to light the fight. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save